Hey everybody, welcome back to the Nidus Anarchy series. I'm your host, Adam, the CIO of Nidus, and today we're going to be talking about Slayer. So more specifically, um, I've always been putting up records as like kind of like my microphone stand to bring the mic up top, and I've had a few different people ask me, you know, like, hey, I know you got the Gojira album or the whatever, are you into that? And it's like, well, obviously, I have the records. But um, I just came back uh, from Puerto Rico. I was down there for the weekend, so I had a bunch of stuff down there, and I found this. It was this old, well, I say old, it was like 2010, but I guess, shit, that's like 13 years now, so yeah, old. <laughs> uh, record says this 10-album vinyl, uh, the Vinyl Conflict set. And I wound up getting this on some special deal to where I even got a test press of South of Heaven. And when I was going through it, I was like, man, this is pretty rad. Other people might like this. So I figured, you know what? Let's kind of talk about it. Let's go into depth about these records and so you can check, so you can check it out. So any other Slayer fans that are out there, if you're not a Slayer fan or not a vinyl fan, I'm sorry. This episode has absolutely nothing to do with identity management. We're just going to have fun because it's Friday. So we're going to call this Fun Friday and we're going to start out with these Slayer records. So first off, let's talk about this test pressing. So this is South of Heaven from 98. The test press was for this set. So this is actually a, a print from 2010 for the test pressing for th this release. So it's not from 98, uh, but still pretty rad, right? So one, it's all signed by everybody. I have a ton of Slayer stuff, by the way. I mean, a ton. I mean, I got guitars. I got crazy amounts of backstage passes and all kinds of, of fun stuff. But um, anyway, this one was pretty rad, I thought. So here, I'll show you what it looks like. It's just a plain white cover. And then here, nice little thing here. Here's the test press. Boop. What's that? Yeah. Nothing crazy, but 180 gram vinyl. And... Is pretty awesome. This is actually the only test press record I think that I own. I have a few a few hundred records and I just started a couple years ago but now I'm like totally hooked because the sound quality of vinyl is just so much better especially when you have like a really good system. As you can tell like I got like this is my Macintosh rough here. This is really just for my little set for what I'm working but I have a, a full huge setup downstairs that has all my crazy setup and it sounds like the band is in your room. I mean, like, I can't really describe it. If you're not a vinyl guy, um, or you've never really listened to, like, a good setup, it's crazy because I don't know how I can describe it. You can, you can hear the depth. Like, you can hear each individual instrument. You can tell how far away one is from the other. It's, it really is just like listening to live music. That analog actually is a big thing. I used to make fun of all the hipsters back in the day for having record players. I'm sorry. I apologize, hipsters. You were onto something. Um, but now that Slayer has vinyl records, I'm interested. So let's talk about this. So first off, I got this thing here and it was actually all wrapped up in, in the plastic and I ripped it all off. I was like, Hey, let's check this out. And then Ian was like, dude, we should make an episode on this of unboxing and talking about the Slayer records. Cause it's pretty awesome. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let's do it. So yeah, I ripped this thing off. It has a neat little sticker on here. Slayer, the final conflict, all 10 American recording albums remastered from the original analog tapes on 180 gram audiophile vinyl. Deluxe Collector's Edition Packaging, all original LPR work. Okay, so this, now I can actually throw this thing away. So this is the this is the box set that comes. And it actually has this little thing in the back. It had this kind of like right here, like that. So this just kind of shows all the albums with like the track listing and everything. So I just shoved it inside. Now one thing to note with, that I noticed right away is I was like, oh cool. Because instantly you look at this, you're like, oh it's all the albums. 
not even really doing the math or thinking. So I'm like, okay, cool. So it starts, like the most recent one at this time was World Pain and Blood. That's when this came out. And then I'm going through it all, and then the last one is Rain and Blood. And I'm like, wait, we're missing some albums. That's when I realized that those are on Metal Blade. Those aren't even on American. So that's why it's not a complete set. And I don't think we're ever going to get a complete set because of that. So this is about as complete as it's going to get. So let's check this out. Um, oh yeah, what's here? These are the records I bought individually. So over the past few years, I've actually bought all the Slayer records <laughs> because this was down in Puerto Rico and I couldn't get to it. So I wasn't sure if I even had it anymore. I thought maybe I lost it at my house out in California or something. But lo and behold, I found it. So yay. But I have these that I've purchased over the years as well. So we're going to do a little side-by-side -side comparison of them. So if you are a Slayer nut, you might find this interesting. If not, sorry. All right, so let's go through the box set here. Nice little heavyweight box. It's pretty red. Okay, so let's start. First, we have Rain and Blood. So this one's nice, matte, black. Nice little texture to it. Let's see what we got inside. Got the record. Nice. Pretty cool. And you know what's cool? Actually, I've had a lot of people send me, there's a new Metal Blades putting out uh, the 40th anniversary Show No Mercy album in gold, black and gold. And then there's also one that has liquid blood in it. I can't find it anywhere though. Like, I, I, and it's only like, I think 200 for us. I know. So where the frick is this thing? Because I went to go buy it. It's not even listed. Not even like saying sold out. It's not there. It's just not I, listed. I was looking at the links, I think on the European store. I went to the European one. It may be sold out already. But it would say sold out because there's some in there that say sold out, sold out, sold out. That's I not. I can't find the listing. The European store. Really? Yeah. All right, we'll find it because I really want that thing. So this is the insert here for the rain and blood. Nothing fancy, but cool. I mean, who gives a shit, honestly? Because this is one of the most amazing albums that they've ever made. I mean, Angel of Death. It opens up with Angel of Death. I think that is the best way to open anything. A live performance, an album. It's just Tom just screaming. It's so awesome. Altar of Sacrifice, Jesus Saves, I mean, Rain and Blood, come on, it's classics, right? So, this is the 180 gram Rain and Blood. Now let's check out, see if I have, I'm pretty sure I have it. Yes. Okay, so here, this is the one that I have, let's see if we can find the printing date on here. Probably not, right? Very similar. This one's actually more of a matte, and this one's kind of a glossy. This one looks better. This one feels more like the original album. Like, I feel like this is one's from the 80s, you know what I mean? So this one's got a much better feel to it. And I can tell you right now, this one is not 180 gram just by the weight. So. No, it is. It actually is. This one's pretty good. So, I mean, really we got to listen to it. Because supposedly all of these have been remastered off the original audio recording, so... I gotta listen to these things next. That's what I'm gonna be doing this weekend. That's like my whole plan is to go through and I, I, I kid you not, I'm going to be listening to every album song by song, side by side. So I'll play this song from this one and then I'll play a song from this one and kind of go back and forth just to see if I can hear the nuances. I have a couple albums where you can really tell the differences, um, the re-releases versus the original. And sometimes even though the re-release remastered and sounds great, it sounds better. But when you listen to like kind of the original one, you get that more gritty feeling, and it's just, I don't know if it's just nostalgia, or just that's the way it's supposed to be. It's like Show No Mercy, right? Like, that album, when it's horribly recorded. Like, it is, it's basically a live recording, I think, with, you know, someone's microphone just holding it up in the air at a show. But 
But that's, if you hear it any other way, it just sounds overproduced and it's not right. Like that's, it's, if it's not live, it's supposed to sound like that. It's like it's supposed to be like you're hearing it at CBGB's or something like that, right? So, all right, so Rain and Blood. Um, I prefer the album cover of this new one, so that's pretty rad versus this one. But I think it's probably the same record. We will find out when we do the whole, I better keep these things separate so I don't get mixed up. All right, next. Oh, this is rad. Okay, let's see if we can find South of Heaven. There we go, South of Heaven. Okay, so I didn't even open this one. Okay, this one definitely too, very similar. So this one has more of the glossy, I mean you can see the plastic is still on it, I haven't even opened it yet. But this one is still much better, much better sleeve than this one. You know, let's open this thing up, right? Screw it. We got time. Let's see here. Doo -doo -doo. Doo -doo -doo. All right, so in here, the American thing, with track listing, yep. Oh, paper sleeves. I hate these paper sleeves, man. All right, cool. Now let's check out the one that came in the box set. Same insert. All right, this one's got the plastic sleeve. Yeah, much nicer. Cool. Okay. Another classic album. I mean, South of Heaven. What a follow-up. I mean, geez. Okay, so South of Heaven, we open up with that Live Undead, Mandatory Suicide, Ghosts of War. I mean, this, so when they moved to American, that's when Rick Rubin came on board. And I think we can all agree, when Rick Rubin came on board, that's when Slayer just skyrocketed through the stratosphere with regards to, like, the most crazy band ever. So, big shout out to Rick Rubin. I'm a huge, huge fan of Rick Rubin. Actually, I, I grew up listening to hip-hop. I didn't even know about Slayer or metal at all until Slayer, and it was a total accident. I was actually in science class. I was in eighth grade. And some friends of mine were singing the um, the verse from uh, Collective Soul Shine. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. I want that. And they told me it's, it's Shine by Collective Soul. I was like, cool, I'm going to go check it out. Because up in that point, it was all Run DMC, LL Cool J, Fat Boys, NWA, Public Enemy. Like, that's, that's all I listened to. So I ran to the CD store. And I'm looking through, and I didn't write it down, because I'm a genius. And I'm sitting there going through the S's, and then I found Slayer. And I'm like, I think this is it, thinking it's Shine by Collective Soul. So I bought it, ran home, put it into my CD player, hit play. It was Slayer's Divine Intervention, opening him up with Ditto Head. I just remember, still to this day, hitting play, and just being like, what the fuck is this? Like, this isn't on the radio, you know what I mean? Like, this just changed my world. So, and then also, you know, again, this one's not open, but this was, this album changed my life. And it, it's pretty cool to be able to actually hang out with Carrie and those guys and actually tell them that and, and tell them some of the cool stories and hearing some of the stories back then. It's crazy to think that, like, I actually kind of became friends with Carrie King over the years. It's so bizarre. But, um, this one's nice paper, but I still got the plastic insert. Yellow on the back and then the old school, like, American traditional. Thing. I, you know what's funny is like I remember these from the CDs. It's exactly what the CDs look like. That exact same. Like every American record. Nothing fancy. But that's Slayer. Slayer's not fancy at all. I mean you go see any Slayer show. Sometimes they might have some cool pyrotechnics and shit. But they don't need it. They literally just go up on stage. They have a wall of amps behind them. And they just fucking shred. And it's the best show you'll ever see. They're so fucking rad. Let's see what we got here. An insert. Oh yeah. That. But what was cool about this CD was it was clear on the inside. When we popped it out, it showed the guy that had Slayer carved in his arms, but all full color and over the sink and everything. That looked, it was this, it was this, but full color, and you can see all the blood. 
I'm not sure why that's not in here. That's kind of lame, honestly, because that was, I mean, iconic, to say the least. So, Divine Intervention, badass album. Let's find Divine Intervention. We're going to skip a couple. Let's find Divine Intervention here. There we go. Nope, that's Undisputed Attitude. There it is. Okay. So, again, pretty much the same thing again. This is like the more chintzy, kind of like glossy version of the cover. This one is a lot thicker, nice feeling. Covers or sleeves are definitely, definitely better. Now let's see what we got in here. Yeah, it's the same insert. Same four panel thing. Let's check the record out. Yeah, I think it's the same record. It's the same, we have the same thing going here. But better sleeves, better uh, protector. Um, the sound, obviously that's the most important part. Um, some of these that I have listened to already, I noticed that they don't have, they weren't recorded properly onto these records because you, they're all mushed together, kind of like a CD. So I think they took a digital recording and just stamped it on there. So I'm really excited to see that these things work out well. So let's see here. So now, let's just give it over to Divine Intervention. Okay, what's next? <laughs> Man. Okay, so this album opens up with probably, I think it's safe to say that this is my favorite song of all time, which is War Ensemble. So Seasons in the Abyss is, again, I mean, look, if we go in order, right? I mean, I don't know of any other band that's ever done anything like this. So we got Rain and Blood, then they come out with South of Heaven, then Seasons in the Abyss. This is like three phenomenal albums end to end. So War Ensemble, Spirit in Black, Spendable Youth, Dead Skin Mask, Hollowed Point, Born of Fire, Seasons in the Abyss. This is crazy album. All right, let's check it out. What do we got? Same vinyl, nice. All right, cool. Yeah, no pictures on this one, just the same black and silver on both sides. Pretty rad album. Um, let's see, it's got a little sleeve in there. It's got something. Let's check that out too. Whoop. There we go. And then just the songs, the lyrics on the back. No frills, but again, like I said, it really comes down to the sound. Can't, tonight, this weekend, is going to be a Slayer weekend. I'm so stoked. All right, let's find... This is crazy. I literally rebought all these albums. All right, this one is very different. Very, very different. Okay, so check this out. This one, this is what it's supposed to look like. And here's the back. Whoop. You can see this one's more like a kind of yellowy green tinge to it. And it's shiny and glossy. This one's a way better sleeve. I don't know if it's just the record, but this one also feels thicker too. I think this is one because I've listened to this. Oh yeah, that's not 180 at all. Yep, okay, cool. So I'm really excited for this one. Maybe I'll start out with this one tonight. Cool. Moving on, okay. Decade of Aggression. This is another album that really just shook me to my core when I got it because remember when you had to buy CDs, especially when you were a kid or tapes or whatever, you know, you'd save up all your money to go buy one album and you'd save for weeks or whatever just to get one album. So you really had to pick like, where am I going to spend my money? Which, you know, cause there's tons of different bands of music you want to buy. So when I saw, I just got into Slayer and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I need more. And this came out as this, and the CD was a double CD as well. Nice. And it's a, it's a live recording, which generally I'm not a big fan of. Um, but this one was amazing. I really felt like I was at a Slayer show. I've probably listened to this album, I mean, hundreds of times because I didn't, all the other had was Divine Intervention. So with this, I got to hear all the other songs that were out there and just really get opened up to like what other albums were out there. So I was like, oh man, 
Angel of Death. What is this? I need this album. So then it kind of like that set me up for the next albums that I was going to buy. So let's see here. Where was this thing recorded anyway? Recorded uh, Lakeland Coliseum, Lakeland, Florida. Is this all the same place? I thought it was a little bit different sometimes. Nope. If I remember no, San Bernardino. Though, it's a different cover, right? The CD. So the CD, yeah, the CD was, it was, it was like a, it was a, no, that was on the back. It was the arena all emptied out. It was this, it was like this. But the front was a pic, it was like a red silhouette, I think of Henneman on, on playing guitar. I'm not sure who it was. I wonder, yeah, this is the same one. It was like, I think this is like the exact same record. Actually, nope. Again, the sleeve is definitely better on this side. This one's a lot heavier too, so I don't think this is 180 either. We'll open it up just to see what's up. I haven't opened this either. Why not? But yeah, no, the CD had a, a red silhouette on it. Um, and it was all ominous. Yep, nothing there. I think this is the same. I think it's the same record, just uh, different sleeve. Definitely better sleeve, but now I have two. And will I give this one away? No, because what I'm probably going to do is play the shit out of these to where they don't sound good anymore, and then I have my backups. <laughs> Okay, Undisputed Attitude. I don't think I have that one. This is the one where I would not have bought that separately. Yeah. So, this was just a cover album where they did a bunch of... And there really weren't many songs on here that I really liked because a lot of this was covering of punk songs. Even now, I'm not a big punk fan. I just never could really get into punk music. There's a couple songs on here that are cool that I enjoyed. But, I mean... There's a reason I didn't buy it. I don't even think I had the CD. I listen to it every once in a while on like Spotify or something just to get some, you know, something new. But it's fun, but it's not not really my thing. Here, let's open it up. Sorry, I was just totally going to skip over this. Oh, there we go. It's the first album without the American logo in the middle. Let's see what we got. There's a little sleeve in here. little thing. Oh, there you go. So this album, I don't know if this is on the... I didn't even have the CD, so I don't even know... What was in here? Oh, there's another thing in here too. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. There we go. I don't even know what that is. Is this just like a bunch of coke on the ground or something? I'm not sure. Or no. I bet that's vomit. <laughs> I mean, that would be very fitting for a punk album. As You know, as much as I wasn't a punk fan, I gotta say, seeing shows at CB's, even if it was a punk band, that was still a ton of fun. I mean, there's just something about that place, right? Okay, Diabolus and Musica. Here we go. All right. So, this one, this, the sleeve is actually better, but it's still, now this one's got that glossy stuff, so this one's kind of like this one. Let's go ahead and open it up. This one might be the exact same one, honestly, but the coloring is a bit different. This one, the newer one, that was the independent release, was just, it's like got a little more of a brown hue to it. There's this one, right? I, from my recollection, this was actually more of the real album cover, though. Let's see. Let's see. We got a sleeve in here. A couple. There's really nothing in here. It's just the lyrics and some pictures and some weird x-rays or something. Okay. So this album was interesting. This really pissed off a lot of Slayer fans. Uh, a lot of people don't really even consider this like a Slayer album. Oh, we got back to the... The American logo again. So a lot of, you know, because this was like kind of their grunge album, because that's when grunge was huge and just came out with like Korn and yeah, all so those guys. Like new metal album. Yeah, new metal for sure. But I'm telling you, I like it. I don't give a shit what people say. I really enjoy this album. But also, 
that whole grunge new metal stuff, I liked it. I was a big Slipknot fan, Corn fan. I love all that shit. So, for me, I had a great. I loved loved it, man. I mean, State of Mind, Death's Head, Love to Hate. This is good. I I enjoy it. So, I'm a big fan of this one. All right, let's check this one out. The came with the set. The cardboard is better. The record protector is better. Same record. And I'm not even going to bother because it's the exact same sleeves inside. So we'll just save you guys the time there. It's the same. It's just better cardboard and a better protector for the record, for the actual record itself. That's really about it. But I think this is the proper color tone. I don't know. I'll have to find the CD really to find out, right? Okay. Um, next, we got God Hates Us All. This album was crazy. Why? Because it came out on 9-11, September 11th, 2001, this was released. And I remember when this thing came out because I was ran to Best Buy to buy the album and it was like, listen to the news, listen to a song, listen to the news, listen to the next song, listen to the news, listen to the next song. So it was like very back and forth. And it was like, I mean, such fate that it came out on day. I mean, the, the songs and the message of all the songs were perfect for the time because everyone was pissed. It was, you know, it was extremely anti-religion, and that was all, you know, the whole 9-11 thing was all, you know, two religions fighting each other and stuff. And it's, I mean, this is crazy. Especially if you, if, if you saw them play this tour, the God Hates Us All tour, that was an energetic tour. I mean, people were pissed, so it was, it was a good one. I mean, Darkness of Christ, what else we got here? Exile, Exile, that song. I, I think every time they play that song live, the pit is just insane. Everyone just gets completely destroyed. Bloodline, Warzone, Payback. I mean, this is like the soundtrack to 9-11. Like, after 9-11, this is the soundtrack of every American. It's just, we need to murder people. <laughs> so, the one thing, though... Okay, so this, so far, yeah, this looks like the same album. Again, this is more of the matte, and this is the glossy. But, it's, it looks like it's the same inside, right? So... It's got, look, you know, kind of like that Bible feel with the, the lyrics inside. And then, same protector. Oh, we got, this is when they kind of went, moved to that new scratchy Slayer logo. Oh, yeah. This is also when they tried this as their Slayer logo. I also agree with everyone that this is really stupid. So, I'll, I'll agree with everyone on that. This one, though, this is when they went to, like, this logo, right? The kind of the scratchy Slayer carved in your wrist logo. Uh, I like this one a lot. I still prefer the original, you know, the original Slayer. But this one, I think, is definitely number two. And the Diabolus and Musical one, we just don't talk about that. <laughs> now, this is where I think they messed up, especially on the box set, right? So I think the inside... Here, I'm just going to wait a second to pull this out. But let's check out the record over here. Yeah, paper sleeve, same record, but it's a plain, plain paper sleeve, no plastic liner and protective. Right, it's got the same insert. So let's show, pull out the insert. Now, this is where I think they messed up. This was supposed to be, and was, the original album cover. It was a Bible with nails hammered into it. It's supposed to be the shape of the pentagram. It's got blood and Slayer branded into the top of it. And this was like the back of, this is supposed to be the back of the album. So, a lot of times, you know, bands come out with a album cover that's just deemed too offensive to put on the shelves. Uh, this was one of them. So then they came up with this thing last minute, which, I mean, it doesn't even have, like, their logo in it. This is, I feel like the, I don't know, like just some intern that was at the record stamping plant that had to come up with something real fast, and this is what happened. I, don't, I never asked Carrie what, why this happened. I should find out. But anyway, 
Um, with the box set, though, I feel like they should have done the original pressing. There are a few others, right? So, like, Pantera, Far Beyond Driven, their original album cover was not that blue skull with the, the drill in the head. It was something very different. So you should check that out. It was brown. The drill was still there. Used in a very different orifice, though. So... But, uh, yeah, that never made it. But there were a couple pressings where they used that. I actually have the vinyl of that record. Definitely not going to show it here, because that will get this completely banned. Um, so I'm kind of bummed that they didn't put out that out, because it really isn't even that offensive, honestly. Just to a specific group, which kind of... I don't know. We, we won't get it. But anyway, I don't like that album cover. Not a fan. Okay, now we're going to get to Christ Illusion. I do not have this album uh, already purchased, because I don't like it. Plain and simple. Um, I couldn't even tell, Eyes of the Insane, maybe? Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of this album. I think I've listened to it maybe, just, you know, probably less than five times. But this is not the original album cover, but I do like this one. This is pretty cool, though. Let's check out the side. Okay, they went back to the old Slayer logo, the original, which is kind of cool. Um, I will give this one a listen to, just because... You know, I'm a purist, and I want to listen to everything. I'm going to listen to them all in order, obviously. And let's see, we got a little sleeve in here. What do we got? There's Henneman. And then, you know, just the song sheet. But yeah, so this album, that, what was cool about it for me with this album was I actually was hanging out with Kerry while he was writing this. So he'd come by to, to Paul's place, and he'd be playing us, like, demos and samples of some of these songs. I thought it was so rad. I'm like, this is crazy. I'm hearing Slayer songs as they're being written. There's no vocals or anything. It's just the riffs and stuff. And I was like, it was, I was, my mind was blown. I was like, this is the coolest fucking thing ever. I was just bummed that it turned out to be one of the lamest albums ever. <laughs> but also, the, the artists, um, they got the same artist that did the original three. So these album covers here that we all know and love. I don't know his name, so I'm sorry. But it's the same artist that did the... Album, the original album cover. So the original album cover of this had like, I think like a rotting Christ or something like that on the front of it or something like that with like the crown of thorns, but similar color tones. Um, I actually like this one better, oddly enough. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, so we'll give that another listen to. Maybe maybe in my my older years. Maybe I'm maybe Larry I'll, Carroll. Larry Carroll. Okay, cool, nice. Okay, and then we got World Painted Blood. This one I don't think I have as well. I like some of the songs on this album. I just wasn't a huge fan. Um, but World Painted Blood obviously became like their opening song and theme for the tours to come. And it was, it was cool. I do like the song. Um, I don't know. It just, it, this, this album just didn't hit me like it did with the other ones. Ooh, that's pretty cool. I think the CD was like this too, actually. Whoa. This CD feels freaking awesome. CD. Jesus. <laughs> Record. Yeah, so here, sorry. I'm totally enjoying and it myself. That was the CD look there, remember? It did? Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. So I like the blood stains on it. That's pretty awesome, actually. Jesus that's pretty cool. To the blood yeah. Stain. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty rad. All right, cool. This album, so we'll get, let's see, World Pain and Blood. What else do I like on here? Hate Worldwide, American, Psychopath Red. That's a good one. So yeah, I'll give us another listen to. Let's see what else we got in here. That's pretty cool. Pretty nice. It's just got the lyrics and stuff in the back. This is actually pretty rad. So that's the inside of the cover if you want to see this. Sorry, I'm like totally keeping it from you. <laughs> but yeah, this is pretty cool. So, good album. I do I do like it, but I'm not like, you know, die hard about it. This is just one of those albums where when I go see them play it live, it's like, oh, this is cool. It's fun. I haven't listened to this in a while. But is this in regular rotation? 
No. Do I listen to this on International Slayer Day? No. Did I get married on International Slayer Day? Yes. Is my wife awesome for letting us do that? Yes. <laughs> so I told my wife, I mean, we need to get married on a day I won't forget. So this way, I'll never forget our anniversary. So she was down with that, so we actually got married on International Slayer Day. That's just to go to show you like how much of a Slayer fan I am. So that is the whole box set uh, for this whole thing here. And this is Again, this is that sleeve that kind of was shimmied on the back here. So the Vinyl Conflict, all 10 albums together once. So like I said, all 10 albums, and you do that quick, you're not really doing the math, you're just like, oh, this is rad, I'm getting them all. Well, you're not. You're getting all the American albums. It actually says that on here, right? So um, yeah, all 10 American recordings, albums remastered, blah, blah, blah. So what are we missing? Well, one, Repentless, because it didn't come out yet. So I have this one, I'm just gonna show it now. It was a pretty album cover. This album I like, I like this one, but I have this kind of right up there with uh, world Painted Blood, you know, it's good, but it's still, it's just not one of those where I'm like, this album's fucking amazing, but what is rad is this is when, you know, Gary Holt, like, he, he recorded this one, this was after, um, Henneman passed, which was a super bummer, but Gary Holt, also super fucking awesome guy. And if Harold could show some of it, the video for Repentless, great music video, in the jail. Oh, dude, well, they also have a, oh, I don't have it, I have it downstairs somewhere. They had a comic book that came out, too. I have the comic books. Yeah, they're they're okay. They're fun. You know, if you're into like Slayer and into the funness of Slayer, then yeah, if you're this check far it out. In the video, yeah, if, if you if you've made it this far, you probably do like you probably should check out the comic book. But um, yeah. Also, um, you know, the drummer's not Lombardo, so that's where we got that whole purist thing too. So Lombardo was the original drummer of Slayer. We won't get into that conversation right now. We're just talking about the vinyl records, but. Uh, Repentless. This is a good album. I liked it. Let's, sorry, let's see what's in here. Oh, this one's got a cardboard sleeve inside. Yeah, there we go. Let's see the record. Whoop. Oh, that's pretty nice, actually. All right. It's not the American logo, but it's still cool. Not 180. That's kind of a bummer. It's also probably why I don't listen to it too much. Yeah, if, if it's not, if the audio quality is not there, I won't listen to it on vinyl. I'll most likely just sell it. I won't sell my Slayer records just because I'm going to have them all no matter what. But if the audio quality is not there, it's garbage. Because that's the whole point of having it on vinyl is to have that purest, real, like, mixing board sound. I want to hear them in my living room. So, now, what albums are missing? Well, now we got to go back. Because I was like, man, we're missing, like, a lot of stuff. And yes, we are. We're missing... Show No Mercy, which um, Metal Blade just announced. They have, like I said, they have the 40th anniversary black and gold with a record mat and some other stuff on there. Um, definitely already ordered that one because I was able to. The Blood one, are you on that? Did you find it? Did you find the Blood one? Come on, what are you doing, man? <laughs> there we go. Show No Mercy is the insert. Old school. This is old, old school. Definitely before my time. <laughs> but still red. Here's the sleeve. This is actually a pretty, pretty awesome sleeve, too. And it's red inside. Oh, hell yeah, check that out. See, this is what I'm talking about. That's red. And the original Metal Blade logo, right? That's pretty awesome. This is red. All right, so we got Die by the Sword, Fight Till Death, Black Magic, Show No Mercy. Classic. Again, like this is the one where, yeah, the recording, the quality, the production quality is total garbage, but it is meant to be that way. And if I were to listen to it any other way, it just wouldn't sound right. So it's it's supposed to be that way. But when Rick Rubin came on board, holy shit, did they take off to another level. This one came with a cool poster. Check this out. 
They even made a little action figure of this devil guy. I think that was actually kind of lame. There you go. And then the back is this. Actually, it would be, if I'm holding it right, it would be like this. So when you buy all four records, you get all four posters, you put them all together, and you have Super Slayer. <laughs> so let's see, we'll put that back in here. So now, put this one back. Classic Show No Mercy. I mean, this is what started it all, right? I mean, this was the beginning of, sorry, was this 82? When was this? So long ago. Yeah, this is remastered in, in 93, but that doesn't help. Oh, 83. Yep. Wow. That's crazy. I was three years old. <laughs> Look at this thing. Look at, that. Look at that eyeliner. That's crazy. Okay. Then, Haunting the Chapel. Another classic. Let's see, when was this one? Again, this is older. Beyond my time. I can't find it. Oh, also 83. Okay. Cool. Let's see what we got in here. We have, again, that same sleeve, but this time, we have Pink! I think this is the only Pink album I have. Something tells me it probably wasn't supposed to be Pink. I'm hoping not, and it's supposed to be Blood, and I just got only a little tiny bit of Blood. <laughs> yeah, I have a Pink Slayer album, and it's Haunting the Chapel, which is, which is hilarious. But another classic album. This is always tons of fun to listen to. And then we got, again, another poster. Do, do, do. Ah, come on. There we go. There you go. Haunting the Chapel poster. And then another piece of the Super Slayer puzzle. <laughs> One day I'll put it together. Who's going to frame that? Like, you don't think that would be like your whole wall? <laughs> anyway, okay. I digress. Let's move on here. So, uh, there's that one. Okay, Hello Waits. Oh, we're skipping Live and Dud. Whatever. Go check that out. Hello, it's now. This one feels good. This is kind of that matte. This is definitely 180 gram vinyl for sure. Oh, this one's now. This one's rad. Check that out. I don't even know if you can see it, but it's got like kind of the black smoke in there. You know what? Hold on. Let me see if I can do this. Is this, I don't know. Does that shine through at all? Yeah, all right. You can kind of see some of that texture in there. It's pretty rad. This is this one's cool. Um, same sleeve again. Let's see. Put that one back in. Yeah, these are much better, uh, better sleeves than both. Okay, now we got an insert. It's pretty awesome. And we have another piece of the Super Slayer puzzle. If I can get this in there. Oh, wait, what else is in there? Hold on. I think I messed this up. There we go. Okay. Hello, Wade. Yeah, we should be playing this music while we're listening to Slayer. There we go. And the third piece of the Super Slayer puzzle. Red. Okay. Let's get all this stuff back in here. Move on. Now we're going to go to Live Undead. Um, Live Undead's an album I don't really listen to very much, honestly. Um, not that it's not a great album, it's just, you know, it just doesn't have like all like my favorite songs, so I just don't put it on, so it's, you know, it's just not really in, let's just say, heavy rotation is probably the best way to put it. Which is always good to put out so early. Yeah, you know, I mean, I didn't even know, like these four, 
honestly, like I said, like Divine Intervention was the first time I heard Slayer, and then I had to go back. Yeah. So I started out with like Divine Intervention is like my like par for Slayer. So when I'm hearing like South of Heaven and like War Ensemble, you know, War Ensemble is pretty much is always like the third song that they play when they play live. Like inevitable, it's almost every single time. I remember at one, I think the very last show, it wasn't, and I was totally thrown off because that's like no matter what, even if I'm on stage while they're playing. When War Ensemble comes on, I'm always in the pit, 100% of the time, no matter what, guaranteed. Like I don't, it does, I don't care where I'm. Even if I have all access passes, I don't give a shit. I'm in the pit every single time. I have to be. It's like a, it's like a religion. I remember seeing. I was actually showing my kids the, uh, the World Painted Blood live DVD the other night. We were watching it, and they had an interview with the fans, and I was trying to show my kids, you know, Slayer. <laughs> They don't get it, by the way. Stupid kids. Okay. Anyway. Well, I'm undead. Let's go with the insert. And we got... There. Again, same sleeve. Let's see what the record looks like. Now, this one's just black. Piano black. How about that? Let's see. Black Magic, Die by the Sword, Captor of Sin, Antichrist. Actually, those are all great songs. Evil Show No Mercy, again. Aggressive Perfector. Actually, these are all really good songs. You know what? I think this is probably... I need to really, really listen to this again, I think is what it is. So this weekend's going to be pretty rad that I'm going to be going on this. And now we have the final piece of the Super Slayer puzzle. Let's not, let's not fuck it up. There we go. And the fourth piece. Am I going to open these all up and show you what they all look like together? No. <laughs> you can use your imagination on that one. I'm sure you can figure that out all on your own. Okay, the last pieces here that I have are just a couple little fun things I wanted to show. Um, they're not really, well, one of them is kind of an official album. So this one here captures a sin single. So this has got Show No Mercy, Antichrist, Chemical Warfare, Evil Has No Boundaries. This was from 1985. Yeah, I don't care. I listened to everything. What's the point? Like, I, I, I hate collecting. Like, I'll collect stuff to have it, but, like, I want to use it. I don't care about how much it costs or whatever. I just want to keep uh, keep it in there for good measure. Little, this is all it is. Little thing there. Check that out. How red is that? There you go. Yeah, this is not, there's nothing on the side. It's only, as you can tell, it's only right here. That's it. That's all that's on there. This is just for show. So, it's pretty awesome though. This is pretty rad too. So yeah, fun stuff like this I'll have. And then this next one I got um, is just a live recording. Monsters of Rock 94 in Buenos Aires. So this one's just fun just to have. And then I'll put this all away later. Oh shit! I'll put that away later. Um, this one's pretty cool. I'll show you just with the record. This one's nothing crazy fancy or nothing. Just, you know, nice black record. But... This one, another live recording. This is, like I said, not a big fan of live albums, but you know, I just, I was just starting my record collection. This was the only one I could find. So first one, I bought it. So we got that. Last, Beastie Boys. So Beastie Boys, we pop this bed open. Def Jam recordings, and who is on Def Jam? Rick Rubin. So Rick Rubin brought in Kerry King to do the guitar solo for No Sleep Till Brooklyn. So that awesome guitar solo that everybody knows, that is Kerry King. And if you watch the video, you'll see Kerry King actually like busting through a wall playing the guitar solo. So um, they were actually, Rick Rubin was recording with Slayer and Beastie Boys 
he was like, man, we need like a sick guitar riff here. So he just went to Carrie and was like, hey, can you come, you know, hammer out some type of a solo for us? He said, yeah, no problem. And that's how Carrie King wound up being the guitarist with Beastie Boys on License Tale. So Slayer, awesome band, a little bit of cool trivia if you like Beastie Boys. And to me, this was kind of like the pinnacle, right? Is Hip, my hip hop, where I started with everything, kind of meshing with Slayer. So this album's also, and shit, I mean, BC Boys Life is Ill, amazing album. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. That's all my Slayer records. So I know this really wasn't the best identity management podcast, but this was fun. I'll see you guys around. Later.